0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: Woo! Midday show, only show on uh, Sports Radio 90 and The game are in Atlanta with an automatic Led Zeppelin bumper every day. Uh, and John is in for Andy today, hopefully for all of you. Andy's back tomorrow And 100 with uh, Randy. Uh, it is time for the most important story of the day. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical treatment for joint pain. Boom.
2: Good job, John. You hit the post.
1: Uh, it's, it's part of. It. Thought, I mean, I've only done the show like four times. The best players in the game have all been <laughs> traded. Uh, I mean, some
3: of the few lucky ones have been blessed to be drafted in situations where they can win championships and and it all be perfect for them. They can stay in that one situation forever. And that's that's what I wanted to do. And that's what I want to do with Atlanta. Um, but who knows? This this is uh, it's a type of league where things change and, and it happens. But obviously, my my mindset is staying in Atlanta right now. And, uh, I don't get caught up in all the, the rumors and stuff. I, my contract is locked in for a couple of years. So I don't have it very much saying
2: it right now. That's uh, Trey Young. No, he and, doesn't. And, and he does not, John. And I'm going to ask you something, John. And I, I'm never going to regret because I like asking you questions, especially because of how um, Kool-Aid drinking Atlanta sports fan that you are. What do you think happens with Trey Young?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting. Over the weekend, Last Friday, I spent an entire show posing a question, mm-hmm. and I said uh, basically the same thing. I said, all right, I'm going to have Tony Russell is going to sell you the Hawks for a dollar. Okay. okay? To, uh, you know, WD, Whitey, what do you do? Um, I would still build around Trey. Okay. But I am a Trey fan. Uh-huh. You have to understand, I cannot divorce myself from the fact that I remain you know, a Trey Young fan, and I... I have a big fear of what happens that you trade Trey Young and everybody's talking about him going to San Antonio for Wemby. Mm-hmm. That you trade him to San Antonio and suddenly he wins two or three titles and you go, wait, wait, uh, why wait, wait, could we do that here? I, well, because we didn't do enough to get players around him. I'm like, trade everybody. Well, I like Jalen Johnson. I don't want to trade Jalen. You got to trade everybody. Everybody. You know, you got to do whatever it takes. I think you got to make another two year shot. At trying to build around Trey, and if you fail in two years, because mm-hmm. he's got two years left on his contract, then you kind of move on. Okay, but you got to give this—you can't just. I don't think you can walk now from this, but that's me. What okay, do you do? I mean, I was just curious. I was just curious. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't
2: know what I, lo- I love. Trey Young, I think he's a hell of a ball player, and I, I don't. I just think they just did it wrong, meaning that I think that they looked at. I think they looked – They thought they were more. Of the team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals than they are now. I looked at, I think that's what they looked at. They're like, okay, this is us. We got this, we got this. And and it just was one of those things where every all the stars aligned for them. All the everything they needed to happen, happened, and they were able to get in. Trey played his ass off. But I just never bought I never bought into that's what this team was. They I never bought into that this team is going to compete for Eastern Conference titles. I just I just never have been. And so now we're back well, in the situation it, where. I, yeah,
1: you're in no man's land. Do I, no, yeah, you're no are Um, Right, it's totally no man's land because you're in the playoffs. Here's how bad it is, and it's really bad. You're in the playoffs right now as a play-in team, and you're a couple of ha- uh, two-and-a-half games ahead of Brooklyn, right, in the East. And who you're just, in the You just fired their coach. Yep. And you're in the last play-in spot, but you're also the ninth overall it worst uh, team in the NBA. So you'd have at the moment the ninth uh, most ping pong ball chances for the number one pick in the NBA draft lottery, which is a place you'd rather be than 10th in the East Right, for this club uh, to move up and, and take at least a crack at getting into the top five or four or something like that uh, for a draft pick. I mean, that would be a much better situation than being in this stupid play. Pardon me. don't mean to say that, but, but I mean, the play is pointless. Okay. it just is. Um, so yeah, you're in real. You're in the worst possible, in, in my opinion, the worst possible position you could possibly be in. Yeah, because
2: you know, I mean, there's no. I I don't I don't I mean, obviously the obvious answer is get better players and all they'll get other all star players to come to Atlanta and everything like that. It's just I don't I don't understand, you know, what you're hoping to get here. I, I mean, I know where the game is going and everything that we talk about. Really good players, as far as those wing type body players, those are the guys who are, you know, the guys that can defend and everything like that, they just don't have – go get a bunch of 3 and D guys and everything. How far is a 3 and D – how far are you going to get with just 3 and D guys? That trade? you got to get another all-star caliber player here. And is that – going to draft them or are you going to trade for them? Because, I mean, there has no, been no – and we had this topic uh, last week. There is not too many all-stars that have come to Atlanta free will, you know, of their own free will. You know, it's been either you trade for them here or they're past their prime or whatever like that. And so I don't I don't see where the where the end game right now is for this Hawks basketball team. It's going to be a busy summer though. I understand that And he's going to be into my trade and a lot of trade rumors. And you know I don't want because I think one of the biggest things is people talk about is contract. Well, we've seen guys on max contracts being traded before, so that I don't think that'd be the issue. I just think you know the compensation you're never going to get back equal value for a player like Trey Young if you're not adding another All Star
1: player in the trade to come back with them for him right I mean you'd have to take a ton of expiring contracts yeah. and that kind of thing and eat a bunch of money and all that kind of stuff to redo the team if you're trading Trey I just I think it becomes extremely complicated uh, to, to to do that so um and of course with you holding bird rights uh, bird rights for those of you that named after Larry Bird where the NBA didn't want stars leaving their team right. so the team can offer more money than anybody else did That's you see that th- right
2: I is. saw I saw that this weekend that uh, Jason Tatum, it was his first time ever meeting Larry Bird. I was like, really? Like, Larry just don't go back to Boston, huh. does he? That's he's, interesting. He's, yeah, when yeah. he said that, it was his first time ever meeting Larry Bird. I was like, dang, this is like his seventh year in the league and he's been Boston's best player the last seven of them? It's like, what, Larry Bird, just don't, he don't leave French Lick, huh? He's just like, remember that? that uh, there's no other place I'd rather be than my hometown of French Lick, Indiana. Like, he don't leave. If that's his first time yeah, ever Yeah, I've, I've actually
1: been to his restaurant and seen his house where in French Lick. Uh-huh. Like yeah. that? <laughs> like he's a he's well, he not, because he not gonna, the, all right before you think I'm stalking him we go down there big there's a big casino in French Lake oh is okay? it we go down to the casino yeah oh, okay and you can't miss the restaurant because the restaurant's like across the street and up the street I would call I would call yeah. you a stalker John
2: you know people go see stars you know you go you know, out to Hollywood they have star maps and everything so I wouldn't I just could not believe that the best Celtic of all time has never met the best Celtic of the last four or five years which was it was odd as hell that means that Larry Bird just don't come back. It's like, damn, man! I ain't magic. I don't like to hang around Boston.
1: I like being French yeah, Lake, Indiana. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a the Hick from French Lake. You know, yeah. he that's what he he's comfortable going back there. So you just kind of hang around there, uh, and uh, turned into a pretty darn good executive too. I mean, okay. um, he, smarter than the average bear. Oh yeah, Larry know? knows the I mean, stuff. Kind of knows the game. Yeah, Larry knows the stuff as a GM and as a head coach. Right, and so um, you know you have uh, Trey, and, and so dispel these trade rumors. I think you've got to give it another crack here. Uh, to try and build a team around Trey, the, the question is, you know, wh- what do you do? And that'll be up to – I'll say this much. Quinn Snyder's got to be given an opportunity to win with Trey. Uh, you, didn't, you didn't go out there and make this for that to just go away. Mm-hmm. And Quinn hasn't really had that opportunity. And so let's see what you can do in the offseason to actually win with Trey. <laughs> I still think Quinn Snyder's a good coach. I do. I, I, I believe he is. I do. And I, I watch him sometimes walk the sidelines, and I want to get inside his head. Of, and he's like, I came, off, be I, I, came, uh, I came off. I came. I came off the beach for me. this. I came off the beach <laughs> for this what? right here. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that,
2: that's exactly what he's saying. I didn't realize that. John, <laughs> today is the uh, the first day that uh, teams get franchise players and everything like that. And I was thinking, uh, I, there's nobody on the Falcons that would be franchised at this point in time. But I mean that would be something to tell if you talk about Kirk Cousins. I know I don't. I think Kirk does has an. I think he has a no franchise clause in his contract. I'm I'm pretty sure about that. But if you well, look he had at a
1: guaranteed deal,
2: yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, what's the? Di- I mean, okay. So you're saying the guarantee is two for ninety. This is what you heard. Two for ninety. Obviously, that's going to be fully. That's guaranteed. the report. Yeah, and right, that going to yes. be guaranteed. That's forty five a year. Pretty much what he's been making with pretty much all, all franchise quarterback some make more and everything like that i'm just trying to figure out what was your problem is is it just the achilles with Kirk, or is it something else
1: well i it's it's both i mean he was already somewhat limited mobility prior to the achilles and if he becomes a statue back there uh behind that offensive line i i think the over under on the number of sacks that he's going to have this season is like 70. okay let's start there um I don't know that he fits the offense what I want to do, what I want to see with this offense. He's a vertical quarterback. he's vertical passing He's really good at being a vertical passing quarterback. He's more like Steve Barkowski than he is like say, you know Michael Vick. And I think you need somebody that kind of splits the, the, the baby on that. and that's Justin Fields to me or that's Russ Wilson, somebody that can move because you're going to have to create your own space here in terms of uh, that offensive line not being able to block uh, you know consistently for you. So I'm not asking for a running quarterback a la the noodle arm quitter. I am asking for somebody that can just kind of you know, create his, you know, a little bit of a moving pocket, allow you to do some things. Because we all understand one thing is true. This team has weapons. We said it last yeah. year. You know, the thing about Desmond Ritter that really strikes me more than anything else, and I made this point and it kind of occurred to me, is that between the time that he started in the final four games when he took over for the noodle arm quitter, you know, the previous <laughs> season, to now is that he hasn't gotten one whit better. He he hasn't got any better. Right, there's nothing better in his game. John, you are unforgiving, so, aren't
2: you? The noodle. Well,
1: arm I'm quit. not necessarily blaming him. Right. I'm saying, you know, maybe the previous coaching staff didn't coach him up. Right, I mean, it could be it. I don't, I
2: don't know what it was. I don't know It's maybe sometimes people just ain't good, right? You know that does happen, right? I don't think
1: a lot of people or understand. Or maybe that. he's just who he is. Yeah, you know, right? a lot, a lot of times, okay, and a lot that's of time, fair enough. A lot of times, and maybe, a, or maybe a combination of both.
2: A like, lot of times, it's more of that it just ain't good than it is. Oh well, they need this and that and everything. I mean, you have everything if you want. You know, as far as you got weapons galore. I won't say weapons galore. You got some good skill position players. Your offensive line is is, oh, is okay. You got some damn good skill position got, players. I mean, they're good. They're, they're you, you got, got, got some good players. Wait a second,
1: I think. Kyle Pitts, Drake London, John Robinson, Tyler Algier. we are talking about guys that are special. They're good players. They're, They're top. They can play. Yeah, they got. They got. You some just got to get somebody to get get them the ball. You ask Ritter, don't lose us any games, right? What was if you don't lose us any games, we'll win ten. Well, At he least. lost you multiple, multiple oh, games, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, no doubt about so it. So that's all I'm asking for. Court- I don't need a quarterback. They, 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 don't just don't lose us games.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's all. That I mean, that goes without saying because the, your job is to you know. I think a lot of it is, you know, when we talk about we talk about this quarterback because as you mentioned earlier, when you look at where Ra and these guys are, you know, you're at a point where you're going to hit your wagon to this coat to this quarterback, just like Arthur Smith did. He he hits his wagon to Desmond Ritter, and they made it emphatic this time last year. Desmond Ritter is our guy. He's going to lead us to where we need to be led, and that's why he's not here anymore. Main reason. He's not here anymore because he put everything. We talked about, we came in here on that Monday after the uh, Carolina game. Hopes and dreams. And his hopes and dreams. his longevity as a head football coach in Atlanta was shattered because you picked the wrong guy to be your quarterback.
1: All right, we're talking about the stars of Atlanta today. You can tell that uh, because, well, there's Randy Mack. That's one of the stars of Atlanta. Uh, And uh, we've been talking a little bit about Trey Young, a little bit about Desmond Ritter, star. Whether you like it or not, your quarterback at the Falcons, your star, and of course Ronald Acuna Jr., who did something this morning. That uh, well, well, we'll tell you what he did next on the midday show on Sports Radio tonight. Time the game.
3: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. Midday show on Sports Radio 90, John the Game. John Fricke at the Northern Kia Studios. Randy Mack down at the mothership. Tomorrow, uh, Andy hopefully back uh, and ready and roaring to go for the Andy and Randy show tomorrow at 11 a.m. This hour of uh, the Andy and Randy Midday Show is brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this season, Man Cave Store. Dot hey Frick, well,
2: you, hey Freaky, because I know a lot of times when you talk whenever we talk in the break, so because we watch a lot of the same show. which what, 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 what you on now? What you in the main on now?
1: Well, lately we've been stuck in this kind of show. Uh, we get into these runs where we're watching we're watching all these true crime documentaries. Uh-huh. I don't know why. We just are. I, I like them. I enjoy them. I, me too. I, I find them fascinating. Uh Lover, Stalker, Killer. Is wild uh, <laughs> I think I've seen that one. Lover stalker. That's Yeah, the one about the oh, the two the, uh, ladies. The, the one the who was one, like impersonating. The, oh
2: um, yeah, the... Blue Bomb, I, I Oh yeah, I watched that the other day, and I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you aren't the real one. Yeah, that's and that's my. Uh,
1: yeah,
2: don't 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 I am no I won't spoil it. I won't spoil <laughs> it. But no, it is. It is. Yeah, it, that kind of threw it's me like, for that threw me for a big loop.
1: I don't, I, I, find, I find it fascinating, the, the freak show that people are. Yes. You know, I mean, it's nothing wrong with scripted drama, but the freak show that people are, yes. it's like. It's scary.
2: It's scary. <laughs> it's scary that you yeah. go through all, that some people go through all the loops and everything that this person went through j- just out of jealousy. I don't know. I don't even think that's jealous. That's just
1: crazy as hell. You know what I mean, like, yeah, right, crazy as hell. Yeah. All I said was, I said to my wife, I said, "Honey, I can guarantee you something. Uh, if I'm ever single again, I won't do online dating." Right. And she said, "Wait, if, if you said if you're ever single again,
2: John, why are you trying to go down that, to that rabbit hole? <laughs> Don't ever tell your woman that you might be single again." Like that ain't that's not really something that keeps you in the, in the good graces of, of a woman, and I know you you've been, I never, see, I... you you've been a player longer than I have, John. You know what I'm saying? Like you've been on there, you, you was you was you was that dude over at CNN. So I know I, I heard about you. Heard about rumors about John Fricky over there at, at CNN. But yeah, don't get don't get bust in the head, man.
1: All right, don't. don't, don't well, okay, that. all right. The, the the rumors are only partially true, though. the the, the, the term harem is a little overstated. Uh That's just why I just want to make sure that everybody. What the uh, hell is? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say out that John was a harem. You were
2: you were a harem. I mean, hey, you got what's the, happened to the dude's harem? Me? I mean, you got the damn quiet storm <laughs> voice, so I know you used to get. I know I know the the temptations over there. <laughs> yeah, but with, the, well, with, the, with the quiet yeah, storm voice, John freaky and everything. But don't yeah. ever call. Don't say harem yeah. around me no more. Cause, especially since I don't <laughs> know what the hell it is. <laughs> so
1: yeah, uh, especially since I don't know what the hell that um, is um so uh chris sale is um Not now a, a brave one. and <laughs> yeah, no no chris sale <laughs> is a you know and, and if he is the people are you know get into a, an argument debate with a turtle yesterday about this and he said um I don't know why you think Chris Sale's going to be any good. I mean, he, he had uh, Tommy John, and then he got COVID, and then he had, like, everybody had COVID, and then he had a shoulder blade, and then he had a finger, and then he had a this, and he's broken down. And I said, no, I don't know. I just said if Chris Sale's healthy, dude led Major League Baseball twice in strikeouts. He's 308 in one year. Mm-hmm. You got Spencer Strider. I have to presume that he's going to be healthy mm-hmm. and give you a couple of years of Chris Sale. And if he does that, well, let's just hear what Chris Sale has to say about his new team right now.
2: It was fun. I went into the offseason. I had a lot of fun this offseason, being able to play baseball and do things that I haven't been able to do. You know, I'm throwing bullpens here early in the offseason, and uh, you know, I was supposed to throw twenty, and you end up throwing you know thirty-three, thirty-four, and it's like, well, I haven't been able to do this. So you know, I get to like twenty, and it's like, now I'm still having fun doing it. So I just, I want to keep doing it. So um, you know, this is the first time I. Gone into an offseason without dealing with something since 2018, something like that. So, yeah, I appreciate where I'm at. I appreciate all the people that helped me get to where I'm at. Uh, just looking forward to this great opportunity ahead of us. Yeah, when you got to take a, yeah, right. a breath to try to remember the last time you had a healthy off yep. I mean, it's it's. Um, because I think and it was my perception also him coming off the Tommy John and everything like that. But it was things like and Grant said it and I know Bo has said it before, the injuries weren't really like like it weren't it wasn't because of the Tommy John. It was different stuff. I mean he fell off a bicycle, got hit with a comebacker and all those other different things that are part of baseball, especially part of getting hit with a comeback. But it wasn't having anything to do with just necessarily the, the uh the effects of the Tommy John surgery. So I mean, it's it's one of those things where it could be one of those Alex Anthopoulos, uh, like, diamonds. That, that You know, the gym and everything like that. Like, you know, everybody counted him out and all those different things. Because, I mean, of course it would be great to have pre-Boston Chris Sell. No duh. But I don't know if you're going to get that, but who's to say that you can't get some semblance of what, what he once was? I mean,
1: I just don't understand that part. Well, when he came back last year, he did throw 102 innings. He did. At the end of the year. And he looked pretty darn good. And so – Again, if Chris Sale, let's say he stays healthy this year. If you get bad Chris Sale healthy, you get a guy that's going to win 11, 12 games and be your fourth or fifth starter. Correct. You get good Chris Sale. Yes. You got a guy that's going to win 20.
2: At least. That's what I'm saying. Like he's a, and, like And mow down 250. That's why you said, it. If I mean, this, and it does. It has the potential because Alex, he just for some reason makes this great, great move of bringing one of these guys in. And he'll get at least that one great year out of him. I mean, he just seems like he has the potential to maybe uh, have that. And you know, him not having to carry a rotation like he's had to in the past can also be uh, something good for him. Also, I mean, you got Max and you got Spencer and Charlie. I mean, he co- he doesn't have to be that number one. I got almost. He don't have to be that number one guy like he's used to doing, and maybe that could have some effect on him. I don't know, but I mean, I just looked at it when they signed him. I was like, okay, it don't hurt to have him out there because I don't think that if if it isn't if it doesn't go how you thought it would go, I only think there's a lot of downside to it. That's what I should say. I don't think it's a lot. It was a lot of downside. Now they did sign him to a contract, well, a new contract, and everything we like have that. Two year, two year contract correct? Yes. with an option year after that. Yes. Uh, so uh, the you so know I, I know everybody makes
1: well. a lot of. Right. I mean, everybody makes a lot about Yashi Yamamoto. I, I don't know. I don't know how his game's going to translate. I mean, he could be great. He could be lights out. He could do turn into Hideki Nomo. He could be a superstar pitcher. I have no idea. So that they That, dude, think that, dude, do. that they good like guy. It. He's really good. I know. I mean, (laughs) I expect him he's going to be good. I know how good Shohei is. Uh I I, I totally get how good Shohei is. And I know how good Tyler Glass now is. I I mean, I I take nothing away from the Dodgers being a great team. But if you look at the three Braves acquisitions, you know, via trade and stuff uh, in this offseason, all three could also be all-stars. Aaron Bummer, they gave up a lot to get Aaron Bummer. A lot yeah. to get Aaron Bummer. Yeah. And, I mean, the White Sox have like nine Braves on their team. They do. If you, go look at the – it's unbelievable. Uh, uh, and, uh, but Aaron uh, Bummer uh, becomes uh, uh, a big can, part of that can, bullpen. Can,
2: can, we, can, can we go back just a little bit? All right. And uh, you, you were talking to name three people that the Dodgers, right? And then you brought the three mm-hmm. guys that the Braves brought in, right? You Comer, right.
1: Sale, and Kellinick, yeah.
2: Yeah, you're trying to, uh, like, put them against each other? You're trying to put no, I'm just saying so that Hay?
1: at their best, and we can't know. I'm just saying that at their best, uh-huh. if Alex Anthopoulos is right, uh-huh. and Bummer and uh, Kellenick and Sale all find the same thing, which is great success within the, uh, you know, within this stadium, within the organization, uh-huh. within the lineup, within the roster, all that stuff that just leads them to be the best of themselves. All right. That all three are potentially playing at an all-star caliber. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, okay, all right. I well, thought well, you
2: would like try to compare like the the, the pitching prospects, sale, in the kid from China, the back, the the uh, the relievers. No, and, no, I'm just Kelnick talking about to uh, to the, showing.
1: I, I, my bad, John. I thought that's what you did. No, I'm not. I'm not I, trying to compare okay. them. Okay, I'm all just right. saying that okay. you you picked up three potential all stars. Okay, all right, no, no, no
2: problem. And and, it, and you have it's, it's it's true the potential is there, and you never know how things go again. All those names that you're talking about when you that the Braves brought in, they were. They, they don't have to do what a lot of people – what they had to do in their past as far as being the face of the franchise and carrying a the franchise. They got a whole bunch of franchise players that they don't have to worry about that. So you can always flourish when that that pressure uh, isn't on you like like sometimes it is as a young player in an organization where they draft you high, the expectation's are there, mm-hmm. and you just don't meet them. And now you go to a place where you don't have to be that guy. Here. You can be comfortable. You can always be in that spot where you can move up. I just – I think there's no, no downside to any of – these uh, moves that Alex made, and from from his from his you know from his track record, it always seems to work, John. It, for, at least for a little
1: while. Yeah, well, well, for a long while. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about guys. I'm talking about the guys so. that he
2: brings in. I'm talking about guys that he brings in. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, oh, I know. I mean, and again, the, the Alex Anthopoulos is the magician of the trade deadline on August 31st because he did it and re- revamped that bullpen that one time. Uh, you know, with three new guys. Then he comes in and revamps the outfield with three new guys. And both work, and, and so if he needs to make a midseason move, obviously he'll do it. Now, to Kalenic, uh see, Jared uh, Kelnick is a guy that was one of the top prospects he in was. baseball. A- and so we have had an issue in left field where we've put on a lot of guys who've done pretty good things. I mean, if you look at the Duvalls and the Polars and the Eddie Rosarios, they've given you what you kind of needed from that position, and Eddie Rosario hit one of the most important home runs in the history of the franchise. He did. Um, so you got to like, but you don't want to put the box truck out and left because he has to stay at DH because I play better defense. Than <laughs> Did he you call does. him the box truck? And <laughs> yeah, the, the box truck out there, yeah, because that's what he, he he plays left field like he's yeah a box truck. It just bounces, bing bing, bang bang off him. I'm just terrible. Um, so. You're getting a guy who can play some serious defense, and I think in this lineup, because he'll probably hit you know seven eight right there, uh, he's going to have. Uh, you got to pitch to somebody in the lineup, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's going he's to get. Yeah, he's definitely going to pitches. He's
2: going to get his opportunity to hit the ball. I mean, I know, I know how, how uh, you know coming from Seattle, Andy's talked about how the Seattle Mariners fans they were upset to let him go because they thought so highly of him because like you said, he was a highly drafted player. He played okay and everything, and had some injuries, some boneheadedness that is uh, kind of. Brought him down to earth a little bit, and sometimes you got to be humble. I'm not saying this young man's not humble or anything, because I don't know nothing about him or know who he is or anything. But I mean, it can be a breath of fresh air when you're coming into a place like Atlanta when you're looking and like, damn, I got a bunch of dudes around here. All I got to do is be myself, you know. I don't got to do more around this lineup because of like, I mean, I'm about to I'm, uh, Ronald Acuña is, is on deck when I come up. Sometimes, you know what? And then I got all these. I don't know who's going to hit it, R.C. are probably hitting in front of him or something like that, but just. You know, he, he can be the key to keep Michael Harris out of that spot. That's what I'm saying. He can be the key to keeping Michael Harris out of the nine hole if he plays well because we talked about it last week. Bo and Andy, they were in agreement as far as, you know, batting Michael second. Well, my thing was I, I like him at nine, but two makes a lot of sense also, especially, you know, when you can put him and Ozzy in there uh, if, if you know, Ozzy can bat right-handed for the most part, which I like him to do. But, I mean, there are so many different things, and now you got this young man who's coming into a win-win situation for himself.
1: Yeah, I, I, I won't – And maybe they got contact control over too. I I really like Michael Harris in the nine hole. I, I do, I do he too. He gets to see a lot of too. pitches right in front of Ronald Acuna and then you put those two on the base. And then you put a guy with back control like Ozzy uh, right there. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, the the biggest issue the Braves uh, open against Tampa Bay this Saturday for a spring training game of the year, and it's the bench. And by the way, the bench, so that you know, the Braves have been turned down by a lot of veteran players. And they've been turned down for bedroom play because they, they look and say, look, I'm not playing. If I go on the bench, I'm going to get – I want 200 at-bats. And you're looking – offering me what? Unless somebody gets injured, I get 50 at-bats? I'm not doing that. Well, I mean, hell no! if you want to play.
2: Because <laughs> the, the one yeah. thing about these braves, so players – A lot of veterans what, don't want to come here. Yeah, the one thing about the braves the players, is these dudes don't yeah. miss games. Like Snick talked about, right. these dudes want to play. So I mean, yeah, you you get you a, and that bad every every like two or three times a week. But no, these dudes—that's a good thing about them—is that Ronald and and Matt and 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 uh,
1: uh, Austin Riley and these boys—they like to play. But some guys will jump onto your team at midseason because they want to get a ring. I mean, so there's that. Well, <laughs> well, they are they are guaranteeing it. They are bu- they
2: It is World Series of Bus, John. Now. They do mean winning the World Series, not just getting there Bust
1: Winning the right. World Series. Yes, winning bus. the yes. World Series. Winning, winning the, the World, World It should be winning the World Series or bust. Yes, yes. winning right. the World right. Series. You're absolutely right. The World Series or bust. Ask me anything, 404-726-0929 on the Midday Show on Sports Radio 90. trying the game. Ask Me Anything brought to you by RightFromTheHeart.org. John in for Andy today. Andy back tomorrow with Andy and Randy on the Midday Show this hour. The Midday Show brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this season at ManCaveStore.com. It is Ask Me Anything at 404-726-0929. Ready, Randy? Uh, Let's do it. All right. Let's go to uh, Skip. He joins us. WadeFord.com hotline. Hey, Skip.
3: What's going on? What's going on? John, I'm in Omaha, ma'am, in Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska today. I'm going to the uh, uh, the Omaha Henry Dorley Zoo and Aquarium today.
1: Yeah, yeah, the zoo's—it's a hell of a zoo. I mean, it's gonna be. Yeah. It, yeah, isn't it a little cold to go to the zoo in, in February in Omaha? Well, yeah. it might be a little well, chilly. Well, I've, I've been doing. I've been doing a
2: lot of travel. I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm traveling.
2: I'm traveling right now. Yes. now you doing, Randy? Hey, hey, Skip, I'm good, man. I mean, damn. Yes, we talked to you Friday, asses in Tacoma or somewhere, and now you, damn. Old. Are you like really driving across the country? Are, are you? I mean, hey man, it's a yam it, baby. There's nothing wrong with that, man. But yeah, have fun, be safe. And I saw I saw uh, red this morning that I don't I, I don't want I, and I know Skip, you you're too smart to do this, but I saw a lion just ate somebody the other day at the zoo because the man wanted to climb in with the line and take a selfie with the line, and obviously the line went line and ate his ass. So don't let that happen to Skip. All right, all right, Skip. So stay away from well, the lines, all you right. Going.
1: Do, okay, right. do me that solid, all
2: right? Do me that type. Take pictures outside the cage and in the glass and everything. Don't go in there bothering the lines. All right, he ain't bothering you, so you just leave him alone. You. All right, you got me. I got you. All right, yeah, I got you.
3: Hey, my ma, my
2: ma is um. Uh, you and so you and John. Okay.
3: Uh, the morning guys, they they were disappointed. They can, uh, they couldn't see the race because of the rain. Right. My ma, y'all have y'all been to an event that you were disappointed in or you couldn't see because of
2: bad weather? Whoa. Oh man. No, not really. I mean I got disappointed because I went to a damn Anita Bega concert. It took an ass two hours to come out. But other than that, no, it was yeah, I I had a pretty solid uh sporting uh type things. John
1: Uh yeah, I went to Wrigley Field to see Ernie Banks against uh Roberto Clemente, and it got rained out. Damn. Oh out. yeah, that's gotta suck. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll be beca- Yeah, that's Oh yeah, no doubt about it. It's like, hey, we can go to the we can go to the zoo. Oh, I'm man. like, it's raining. <laughs> oh man, it's not February cold, but I was like, man, and yeah, I, I would have been disappointed. highly disappointed. I'd have missed that. Yeah, right, let's go to Chuck. Thanks, Skip. Uh, drive safe. Hey, Chuck, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Randy. Hey, hey
3: Ricky. <laughs> Me and Freaky Clash, y'all. When he was with Hugh, so I, I clash with okay. him still a little bit because uh. I told you guys about a three-month, well, middle of the season, I told, we, talk, we talked with Andy, and Andy said, no, nah. I said, it's, it's a crack in the Braves' armor. Mm-hmm. And that crack is the is contracts with Acuna and Albies. And you can say what you want to and legal this and legal that, but the truth of the matter is, Austin, Albies, and Acuna are all the same age. But for some reason, it's a misconception that Austin Riley is older and more experienced. He is. But he's not. But so they gave him the money. They're going to have to do those guys right. If they don't, they can do it legally and keep the contract. But at the end of that, we're going to lose them. we give them all the money in the world. And my AMA is this. And, it, and I'm going to switch it to the season that's prevalent. That's basketball. Trey won't win a title here because he doesn't have enough people around him. Joel Embiid needs trade, trade needs Joel Embiid. But my point is this, and it pissed me off so much. Can I say that on on the morning show? Hey, oh, wait, Chuck, you got to you know, get to your question here. We got other people. Just on, make, let's get to the okay, question. I'll get here. me to the question. How many titles has Russell Westbrook, James Harden, or Kevin Durant won without Steph Curry? It's hard to win an NBA title. you got to get jailed, guys. Okay, I, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Appreciate I, 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 it, I, I think Chuck. I get the point Lee here. Okay. So thanks, Lee, All right, Chuck,
1: I appreciate it. Thanks, yeah, Chuck, we got to move on, Chuck. Damn, I mean, Chuck. Yeah, we, we, uh, uh, Damn,
2: yeah. Chuck. Ask Chuck said. Ask a question, Chuck, Chuck. came back three months ago. <laughs> no I told y'all, Chuck, nobody will remember that but yeah. you, Chuck.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, right. I Kevin's like on Chuck. with us. Hey, I Kevin. I
1: know. Chuck. I know. I do hey, too.
0: Hey, guys, here's a quick one. If your bosses came in right now and said you're going to go on a vacation for one week anywhere in the world, where would you go?
2: Mike Conti said, "Now this ain't now. Is he paying for it, or is it gonna be charged on his credit card? Because I mean, I I got plenty of places I want to go. Uh, where do I want to go right now,
1: hmm. John? Uh, I would go. Uh, you're putting me on the side. So a really good question. I could. I anywhere I probably go to Rome. I've okay. never been to Rome. Okay." Um, I mean, I've been up to like you know Cave Springs, but right. I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: Uh, I probably go I'm
1: I'm on this Australia thing right now, so I probably go over to Australia. Go go box a kangaroo right. or
2: something.
1: Let's get to uh, Dylan here. Hey, Dylan, welcome to the show. Ask me anything. Hey, Dylan.
2: Hey, how are you doing? Doing fine. Uh-oh. What up?
1: Hey, we got you. Hey, hey, hey.
2: Uh, so, if you guys had one gas station snack to pick, what would it be, and why? Oh man, we just went on a trip. Me and my family, John. We came from, got back from Gatlinburg yesterday. We Went up there for the uh, for the long weekend, and like, cause my wife likes my wife likes to drive. When I'm fine with it, whatever, whatever. But I always have to get some poke rinds for the road. I always gotta get some skins because I'm the only one that's gonna eat them. I got to worry about sharing them or anything like that. So I'm gonna say some good old fashioned
1: poke rinds. All right, so so when I was a kid, we we drive a lot by car, vacation by car, because we didn't have a lot of money. Right. So that was the big vacation every year, and it was the only time that my mom would ever allow me to have chocolate milk. What? Really? She, my mom, yeah. And she, my mom was just she didn't she didn't yeah. So and so I still to this day, I if I go on a long road trip, I stop, I get a chocolate milk. Yo That's grown, the only time I have yo grown
2: milk. ass with some chocolate milk.
1: Really? Yep. Get me a Yoo-Hoo. Yep. You betcha. Damn, John. That's okay. That's alright. Hey, I got one. I got one on the. Uh, I know that you got a couple of socials. I got one on just now from a text. You guys were talking earlier about. Would you rather lose your phone or your wallet? Let me let me ask you. Would you rather lose your phone, your wallet, or your keys? Oh, John, I almost the, the keys would John, be the worst. Wouldn't John, it? the
2: keys are the worst. Now, my wife made it clear that she put this damn. She put this, this one of the hooks that when you come in the house, you put your keys on the hook, right? John, right? Okay, so Friday, I'm str- no, I'm sorry. Last Wednesday, because usually I pick up the baby from the babysitter, then I come home, I rest around for like 15 minutes, I gotta go pick up Samson from school, John. John, I always put my keys on the table by the door during this time, right? And now it's 315, I gotta be there at 315 to pick him up. John, I'm running all around the house looking for my car keys, and I actually did what my wife always wants me to do, and they were on the damn hook, John, the whole time. Losing (laughs) my mind, looking for the damn keys. I'm the guy that runs around with the keys in my hand going, have you seen my keys? All, seen all my the key- time. <laughs> all the time.
1: All the time. But I still – I still losing my wallet is the thing still. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks for the Ask Me Anything questions. Let's get to the takeaways of the day. Who uh, goes first on this thing here?
2: Uh, my takeaway is that John said the best wood is his pencil. In my bag, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So
1: watch out, squatters.
2: John and his boys are coming for you. John
1: and his boys. And
2: apparently a coffee clutch is a group of people in a meeting. I did not know that. I did not know
1: that. Yeah, Randy's never had a harem, and he's never been to a coffee clutch. And if he does a coffee clutch inside a harem, he's doing it wrong.
2: That just sounds really, really inappropriate,
1: John. Uh, No, I'm just telling you, if you have a coffee clutch inside your harem, you're doing it wrong. Uh, Again, very inappropriate, John. One other takeaway of the day that you need to know—that's a serious one—the Big Ten and the SEC took over college football today. They, uh,
2: now you're 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 like 100 percent sure on this. Yep, 100 sure. They taken yep. over. Okay, I got. Yep. I know we got. We got to get uh, to the to the. I got one question for you because we're talking about. You know, they said they just realigned it and four automatics in the fifth. The fifth spot, yep. right? Yep. And they say fifth conference is that what would what conclude that conference? Would it be the conference champion? It's of, everybody
1: not not in the power exactly. five. Exactly. That's
2: what I'm saying. So that, they're talking about the all the non-power five conference. They keep on saying yep. the fifth conference guys. So that's, power four. It's power yeah. four, but
1: the fifth one is the highest rated non-power rated four. team that's not in the power four. Correct. Gotcha.
2: All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I'm sure. I'll try to make sure of that. Okay. And they
1: opened up another wild card for a Big Ten or SEC team. Right. Okay. That's because they're running it. They they, they run the show, John. Yeah. Dukes and Bell coming up top of the hour right here on Sports Radio 92.9, The Game.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.